Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 27th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, car accident, motorcycle, boating accident, slip and fall, Anna Jar and Levine are going to treat you like family. You're going to take care of your health, and they're going to get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Glad to have you with us here. So we're getting close. 
We're getting close to the end of the week. Everybody looks forward to the weekend. We got a fun show planned today. It's a Thursday, which means we're going to try doing mailbag again. I sent out uh, a tweet. I'm not calling it an X or or an X-rated or, or, or an X-anything, all right? It's a tweet. It's never going to change. I sent out a tweet last night asking for some mailbag questions. Hopefully, we'll start getting a little bit more participation, but I do have enough. Sent out, I sent it on all my social media platforms. So, hopefully, uh, we, we, got, we got a handful of questions we'll get to today. I'd like to make it a thing for Thursdays where we could talk about anything. You could ask me anything. Sports-related, music-related, pro-wrestling, personal, anything you got, all right? Uh, uh, TV, movies, all that good stuff. So, we'll do a little bit of mailbag today. I got a poll question today, which we'll get to. It's based on the Dolphins, all right? We're going to do some Dolphins here today because, hey, we're going to do Dolphins every day now from here on out. Really from, I mean, look, we're at the end of July, so we're talking for the next, like, almost seven months, six-plus months, we got Dolphins football to talk about. The Dolphins are back. Training camp is going. You know, next week, I think it's the third I think Thursday night, next week, NFL preseason, Hall of Fame game. Now, it's not the Dolphins, I think it's Browns and Jets, but you got the Hall of Fame game, and of course, Zach Thomas is being inducted into the Hall of Fame next week. And I didn't mention this last week, I think they announced it. They announced the order of the proceedings, the order of the inductions, and usually they say the person who's going last is like the headliner, you know? But if you're not the headliner, which Zach Thomas is not the headliner, you want to go first. You want to get up there and get it out of the way. Zach Thomas is going first. That's huge for the Dolphin fan who's going to be watching. Because you don't have to sit around waiting through all the speeches that some of them are long and boring. Zach Thomas is first up. Jimmy Johnson is inducting him. Jimmy is an incredible speaker. So you know that's going to be a lot of fun. But next week, a week from tonight, you got NFL preseason. Hall of Fame game. And, of course, that means in two weeks, you got a Miami Dolphins preseason game, the first of three. So, it's here, baby. We got football going on. All right. We'll circle back to the football. So, like I said, we got a, we got mailbag today. We got a poll question we're going to get to. It revolves around the Dolphins. I put that on my Twitter feed, at Zaslow Show. I'm not calling it X. You can go vote on that right now. And also, what we're going to start as well, I don't know if it'll be an every Thursday thing, I do want to make it like a specific day, <clears throat> although Thursday kind of feels like a good day. We're going to do a Dolphins Top 5, all right? It could be on anything every week. We're going to do a Dolphins Top 5, and that's coming up as well. I'll, I'll let you know what that is. We'll get to that in a moment here. So I do want to mention, though, first, big NFL news, I guess it's big, applies to the Dolphins today. You got Dalvin Cook, who's visiting the New York Jets today. So... I'm totally fine, by the way, with Dalvin Cook if he ends up signing with the Jets. That's what our poll question deals with today. So let's throw it, let's let's get to our poll question for today. I'll give you a quick update here. Uh, polls are open. You guys are coming out. You're voting furious, uh, fast and furious here. All right. At Zaslow Show, today's poll question. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. If Dalvin Cook signs with the Jets, he's meeting with the Jets today. He's on his way. He's flying there this morning. He may already be there. I don't know. I don't have his flight plan. If Dalvin Cook signs with the Jets, the Dolphins fan will, you can vote 
A, not care. Dolphins don't need him. Or B, be annoyed, can't let him go to a rival. So that's the key, right? Is that he'd be going to the Jets, not some other random team. So either A, the Dolphin fan will not care, Dolphins don't need him, or B, the Dolphin fan will be annoyed, can't let him go to a rival. Right now, the leader with 59% of the vote, the Dolphin fan will be annoyed, can't let him go to a rival. So right now, 59% of you guys vote B, you will be annoyed if he winds up going to the Jets. So go out there, you can go vote on that, there you go. I'm totally fine with Dalvin Cook if he was to sign with the Jets. And I do believe he's going to sign with the Jets. You see the timing, you know, Barkley signed his deal the other day. Uh, hey, yesterday, Aaron Rodgers, he renegotiated $35 million, uh, pay cut, what have you. The, the t- I don't think it's coincidental. The timing is there. I think Dalvin Cook's on his way. Training camp started. I think Dalvin Cook is on his way to New York to sign with the Jets. I don't think the Jets are bringing him in to meet today to not sign him, to let him leave the building without a deal. It seems too coincidental. Other deals are being made around the league with running backs, that being Barkley, in your house. Rodgers took a pay cut. I don't know what their salary cap situation is, but that probably frees up a little bit of money right now. In the future, I don't know. I think it's too coincidental. It certainly appears that he is dead set on an AFC East team. And while he wants to go to the Dolphins, look, the Dolphins have a price. They put it out there. And they're like, this is the offer. Very similar, by the way, to what the Miami Heat are doing with Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. We would like Damian Lillard. We know he wants us. This is the offer. It feels like the Dolphins are taking a similar tact where we would like Dalvin Cook. We know he wants us. Here is our offer. This is how we value him. And the difference here, though, is Dalvin Cook has other options if he so chooses. The Portland Trailblazers, they don't seem to have other options. So while the Miami Heat don't have to budge on their offer for Damian Lillard, the Miami Dolphins likely would have to budge on their offer for Dalvin Cook. Except the Dolphins, hey, they got their price. This is what we value Dalvin Cook as. We hope you sign the deal, but this is our offer. Take it or leave it. And it looks like he's going to leave it. It looks like he's going to sign with the Jets. I don't have a problem with him going to the Jets. I don't have a problem with him going to the Jets for a couple reasons. Number one, I think the Jets are going to be a mess. I really do. I think they're going to be a... Now, there, there is a bias in me. There is also a part of me that is wishing it into existence. But nobody in the NFL has a longer playoff drought than the New York Jets. 12 years. They have not been to the playoffs in 12 years. And look, remember, super high expectations when Brett Favre got to the Jets. They didn't make the playoffs. Dolphins actually won the final game of the season, which was for the division. Dolphins went to New York, kicked their ass. And kept the Jets out of the playoffs. And of course, that was the only that was the last time we saw Brett Favre in a Jets uniform. He, of course, then went to Minnesota, where he was very good. But Favre was supposed to be this grand savior for the Jets. Nah, didn't work out. And you know what? Aaron, like, if I'm remembering correctly, I think 
Favre, before he went to the Jets, was still better, was a better player than Rodgers is right now going to the Jets. You know, Rodgers is going to drop off, and I feel like we saw that last year, especially in the playoffs. Or it wasn't the playoffs, it was the last game of the year, remember? They had to win like four, their last four games to make the playoffs. It was all set to do that. That included the win against the Dolphins. It was all set to do that, and the last game of the season was that they were playing the Lions, got their ass kicked, and Rodgers was terrible. Yeah, I, I think... I think this is the beginning of the downfall for Rodgers. I do. Am I, am, I, am I biased about it? Am I wishing it into existence? Totally. I'm very transparent about that. But I also do believe it. So, I think the Jets are going to be a mess. And I think it's even funnier if they're a mess after adding another good player in Dalvin Cook. Now, I think Dalvin Cook's going to be really good. Dalvin Cook's great. Like, I think Dalvin Cook is still much better. He's so much younger. Dalvin Cook is still much better at what he does. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is right now still at what he does. But I like the idea. If he's not going to sign with the Dolphins, I'd like him to sign with the Dolphins. But if he's not going to sign with the Dolphins, I hope he signs with the Jets. Because I don't believe in the Jets. I think they're going to be a hot mess this year. And I think it's even funnier if they're a hot mess and a massive disappointment. Once Adding another really good player in Dalvin Cook. Bring that expectation even higher. For that stupid Jet fan, so they could come crashing down even harder. Yeah, I, so count on, count me as I'm voting A in the Zazlo Show 2.0 poll today. I don't care if he doesn't sign with the Dolphins if it's going to the Jets. I I don't think the Dolphins need him, and I think it's going to be fun to watch the New York Jets go up in flames. I'm here for it, man. I like it. So anyway, we'll be keep. Hey, by the time you're listening to this, you may already know. Dalvin, Zaslow, Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets. How can we not talk about it? You're in the future. I'm in the past. You have more information right now than I do. As of right now, this morning, Dalvin Cook is on his way there. He has not signed with the Jets yet. But I think it's going to be even funnier when the Jets stink. They're an eight-win team. They go eight and nine. They're an eight-win team even after adding Dalvin Cook. It was going to be funny enough with just Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead. Sign Dalvin Cook. I'm here for it. I can't wait to watch it. I think you got two teams in that division that are great. I think the Dolphins are going to be so good this year. Dolphins, Bills. I think the Dolphins are win the division, by the way. Dol- That's right. We haven't really talked about that yet on Zaslow Show 2.0. We're getting into that stuff now. Hey, we're in Dolphins season now, all right? Like I said, we got six plus months. We're going to be talking Dolphin football every day. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are win the AFC East. I think the Bills are right there, though. And then I, I-, I think there's a drop-off. I think the Jets are an 8-win team at best. I think the Patriots are going to be terrible. 4-5-win team. Terrible. Terrible. Which is weird. I mean, how about that? The New York, the, the, the New England Patriots. And this is an interesting, actually, this is an interesting thought. How about this? You got three teams. Forget the Patriots. You got three teams with very high expectations going into this year. Jets, Dolphins, Bills. Three teams, very high expectation. One of them is going to finish third in their division. Now, third in the division can make the playoffs. If you get three team, three teams from one division, that can happen. It's rare. But one of those teams is going to finish, one of those teams with, the, with high expectation. All three of those teams, I think you could say all three of those teams 
have Super Bowl aspirations, right? The Bills obviously do. The Dolphins do as well. The hype train is moving so fast for the Dolphins. And the Jets, look, they acquired Aaron Rodgers not to just sneak into the playoffs. They acquired Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. You got three teams in the AFC East with Super Bowl aspirations. And one of them is going to finish third in the division. That's kind of shocking when you think about it that way, right? Like, one of those teams, because that team probably won't make the playoffs, and it's going to be the Jets. One of those teams with Super Bowl aspirations is going to finish third in their division. And if the Patriots don't finish last in the AFC East, which, which they will, but if the Patriots don't finish last in the AFC East, one of those three teams with Super Bowl aspirations is going to finish last in the division. That's, that's kind of shocking, right? That's kind of shocking. It's not going to be Dolphins. Could be Jets. Jets going to be a mess. I love it. So go right now. You can go vote. At Zaslow Show on Twitter. You can always hit me up. I love hearing from you guys. But we got the Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question up today. At Zaslow Show. Go check that out. Guys, if you have a leak in your home and you don't know where it's coming from. I've been telling you about water cleanup of Florida for months now. Why am I telling you about water cleanup of Florida? Well, look. If you have a leak in your home, you don't take care of it right away, that could grow to a huge problem. You need to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida immediately. 954-900-8635. My boys, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years of combined experience. Their team at Water Cleanup of Florida is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues. And here's what's going to happen, all right? Once they locate the leak, yeah, they're not done, all right? They're going to locate the leak. They're going to fully restore, clean, dry all the damaged areas. You don't need to call in anyone else. That's my favorite part. See, Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide the one-stop shopping all of us are looking for. You don't bring in any other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish. They serve the entire Tri-County area, wherever you are, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. That's really easy to remember. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. Now, once you call Water Cleanup of Florida, yeah, you're going to know, hey, th- this issue is done with. It, it's not turning into a big deal. And you're going to sleep better. One of the reasons you're going to sleep better is because you've been listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 and you're sleeping on sheets and giggles. The only sheets you're ever going to use now. What Everybody knows the saying. Once you go sheets and giggles, you never go back. Everybody knows that. Sheetsgiggles.com. Become like the Zaslow family. You're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles. My man Colin, he's the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He did it. He created the naturally softer, cooler, more breathable sheets that we've all been looking for. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo upon your first checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. And you'll love hearing this. Sheets and Giggles, they care about the environment, all right? Sustainably made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. For every tree they're using, they're replanting two more. Hey, Sheetsgiggles.com. You're going to get the best sleep that you've ever gotten. Matter of fact, I don't even want you to take my word for it. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. You're going to purchase some new sheets, and you're going to be like, wow, that's Zaslow. He always tells the truth. Always tells the truth. Sheets and Giggles. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. 
Dolphins.com. All right. So, like I said, I got a Dolphins top five for you here, which we're going to start every Thursdays. We'll get to that in a second. Last night, a couple things I want to hit on from last night before we move on here. Sandy Alcantara. 7-1 win for the Marlins yesterday afternoon. So they get a split in Tampa. Tampa's got, I believe they have the best record in B. No, no, they, sorry. They, they have the best record in the, Amer- they, they have the number one wild card team. They do not have the best record in all of baseball. I think the Orioles right now are still in first, actually, in the AL East. Crazy, right? So the Marlins get a split in Tampa. They win 7-1 yesterday. But most important, really for the first, I think it's Sandy's first complete game. Well, they're a shutout. But it's his first complete game this season. He had a few complete games last year. Everybody knows that. If Sandy's going to look like that now, the second part of the season, that's enormous. That's the guy we've been waiting for. That was the thing we were saying when the team was 14 games over 500, which now feels forever ago, where it's like, hey, once Sandy gets going, now we're really going to be rolling. Well, I mean, you know, Sandy now, hopefully now he's getting going. But the Marlins blew the whole 14 games over 500 deal. Like, they totally gave that away. So the Marlins now, 7 over, 55 and 48. They're a half game back of the final wildcard spot. Right now, the three wildcard spots are San Francisco, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. The Marlins are tied with Arizona. Both of them are a half game back of Philly and Cincinnati, a whole game back of the wildcard leader, which is San Francisco. And that's really what it is, because the next team is the Chicago Cubs, who are four and a half back, and they're a game under 500. So it's really five teams who are competing for three wildcard spots. And the Marlins right now are a half game back. So yesterday afternoon, Sandy with the big-time performance. You love to see it. Last night, I watched. I didn't watch the first half. I watched the second half. US and I, I I knew that Netherlands scored early and I checked my phone because I wanted to watch second half. Second half had just started, and the US women's national team World Cup was still down one nothing. Like, all right, we gotta put this on. So US women's national team, I put it on, and about five minutes after I put it on, the captain of the team, what's her name? Lindsay Horan, she she gets tackled really hard. She's on the ground for several minutes. Right after that. The U.S. earns a corner, okay? Great ball into the box. Beautiful header from Horan. Scores. Right after she was on the ground after being fouled. Scores a header to tie the game at one. That was a badass moment. So the score held up. 1-1. There you have it. And right now, so and that ends, by the way, a 13-game winning streak. For the U.S. Women's National Team in the World Cup. So now, through two of what's three um, match play games, group play games, the U.S. now has four points. Now, also, in their division is Portugal and Vietnam. They played, I think that game just ended. They played earlier today, or or maybe it was super, you know what? It was probably like the 1 a.m. game last night, actually. Portugal wins 2-0 over Vietnam. So, Portugal now has uh, three points, I believe. Netherlands and U.S. have four points in their group. Let's just check here for accuracy purposes. All right, Group E, yes. United States, they have four. Netherlands have four. Portugal, three. Vietnam, zero. So, Vietnam's out. And now it's between U.S., Netherlands, and Portugal. So, 
U.S. in their final game, which I think is Tuesday next week. U.S. plays Portugal. Netherlands play Vietnam. If the U.S. gets a... Alright, so if the U.S. gets a draw, they advance into the, into, into the, the round robin. U.S. just needs a draw. Because then no matter what happens, with Netherlands can win the group then. But if U.S. gets a draw, boom, they're in. Because then Portugal would still finish a point behind. Obviously, so U.S. gets a draw or a win. If U.S. is to win the group, U.S. would need a draw and a Netherlands loss to the so far winless Vietnam. If U.S. wins and Netherlands gets a draw, or if Netherlands also wins and we're talking goal differential, then U.S. can win the group. The point, the most important part is because the U.S. did not win yesterday, their third game here against Portugal has a lot of meaning. They control their own destiny, though. All they got to do is get one point, and they move on to the to, to the playoff round. So there you have it. That's what's going on with the U.S. women's national team. I love watching that team play. Uh, they have several really good players, all right? And now, now it's different from the men's game. I feel like the, the men are a lot better with the foot skills Technically, the men are a lot better. You're getting a lot more power on the ball. There are shots that are taken sometimes from out the 18 with the men. You're not getting that so much with the women. But man, the women are... A couple things. They're very physical. And they they don't flop as much. When they go to the ground, they don't always stay on the ground and writhe in pain. They go to the ground, they get up, and they keep playing. They don't... I'm not... They don't do the flopping as much as the men. So, overall though, I love watching women's soccer. I love watching the women's national team. They're probably disappointed. I don't know what the line was on the game last night. They're probably disappointed with the draw. But the fact of the matter is, they control their own destiny, get a point against Portugal on Tuesday, and boom, you move on. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Also, Tonight, we're going, me, my wife, we're going to the Dania Improv. You know we love going to the Improv. By the way, really excited. We had him on the show last week, Brad Williams. <coughs> we're going to see Brad Williams. I think it's a week from tonight. Yeah, on the 3rd. We're going to see Brad Williams next week. He is at the, I think he's at the, is it Miami Improv? I think it's at the Miami Improv. So Brad Williams is going to be here next week. Super excited to see him again. You guys should go check him out. Tonight, though, we're going to Dania Improv. Going to see Dan Soder. I've never seen Dan Soder. I'm hoping it's going to be a fun time. Dan Soder, one of the stars of one of my wife and my favorite show, Billions. Billions on Showtime. He, if you watch Billions, he plays Mafi. So he is at the Dania Improv tonight. We're going to check him out. That'll be fun. I met, it's, 
I met him one time. It's funny because, you know, I've, I've told you guys this before, right? Like, this is a weird thing that pro wrestling fans experience, right? So, pro wrestling fans, we like, growing up, I never had anyone to talk about wrestling with. And it, it was like the thing that I kept to myself. It was embarrassing to love pro wrestling. And never, it was, it was just something that I did on my own. Never had anyone to talk about with. And most people who love wrestling, especially who are my age, all had that same experience. So Dan Soder, actually, he was, he was at Levitard's wedding. So this is at Levitard's wedding, like, I don't know, it was like three years ago or something. And Dan Soto was there. He was, uh, he was one, of the, one of the guests plus one. And obviously I recognize him because we, we love Billions. But I didn't care to talk to him about Billions. I know he's a huge pro wrestling fan. He plays a pro wrestling fan on Billions. Like he, he, his character is a wrestling fan there. But I also happen to know he's a huge pro wrestling fan. And this is how it goes when you're a pro wrestling fan. You know this is good. Pro wrestling fans love meeting other pro wrestling fans just so they could have someone to chat about it with. Five, ten minutes. Let, let's do it. Let's talk about wrestling. You're a me- It's like, did we just become best friends? Yes. That's always what happens. So, I hadn't even met him yet. I don't even always go to him. Like, whatever. <clears throat> Not a big deal. But he's there. He's at this wedding. And I'm like, yeah, this is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go introduce myself. And I walk right up to him. I, just, I tap him on the shoulder. I swear, this is exactly how it went down. I walk up to him, I tap him on the shoulder, I go, hey man, I'm Jonathan, let's talk about wrestling. And I I swear, that's exactly, hey man, let's talk wrestling. And his eyes lit up, which is exactly what happens anytime you meet someone and you find out that they also love pro wrestling, and now you have someone to talk about it with. His eyes lit up, he's like, yes, let's do it. And we literally stood there for the next 25 minutes just talking about wrestling. And this was like, it was like three years ago, so it was really early on in AEW. And, he was, and this is before I started watching AEW. And he's telling me how amazing AEW is. That's the only part of the conversation I remember. But otherwise, we just stood there. We didn't know each other. Just talked about wrestling for the next 25, 30 minutes. It's a weird, dorky bond that pro wrestling fans can have with each other like that. Anyway, I'm hoping he's funny. I have never seen his act. So... We're going to see Dan Soder tonight at the Dania Improv. And, uh, and you go check him out. Those guys at the Improv, Miami Improv, Dania Improv, they're always really good to me and my wife. So looking forward to going to that show tonight. Guys, if you're looking for homeowner's insurance, you feel like you're paying a little bit too much money. I mean, come on, look no further. I've been telling you, I've been using Brunt Insurance and Financial Services for my homeowner's insurance for about 10 years now. And I never have to worry about it for a couple reasons. Number one, I know that I'm getting the best rate out there. Number two, I know that I'm getting all the coverage on my home that I need. God forbid there's some type of disaster. I don't have to lay awake at night thinking about it. Look, I sleep comfortably because of sheets and giggles. But if I had to worry about my insurance coverage with my home, I'm not even sure sheets and giggles would have me sleeping sound. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. And whatever area you're listening to, we got people listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 from all over the state of Florida. Well, luckily for you, wherever you're calling from, 
Brunt Insurance has several offices throughout the entire state. We're talking from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys. Brunt Insurance is delivering you comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. If you're looking for affordable care and the best coverage, not just on your home. What about your car, motorcycle, or boat? 954-589-2204. You're making the right call. Greg Brunt, my guy and his team at Brunt Insurance, they have the expertise and the experience to get the right coverage for you. And that includes comprehensive policies on both trailers and motorhomes. All right. Hey, when it comes to homeowners insurance or renters insurance or condo insurance, there are so many options out there. It can make your head spin. Don't worry. Brunt Insurance specializes in making the confusing crystal clear. That's right. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. The most comprehensive coverage anywhere. The best rate out there. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. All right. Let's do a little bit of NFL here, and then I want to get to today's, or this week. I think we're doing it on Thursdays. Then we're going to get to this week's Dolphins Top 5. A couple NFL things that I want to get to here. Number one, I watched it first take this morning. I got first take, oh, Zazza, why are you watching first? Why not? They go over all the big topics, you know? I, I feel like I, I get that. I get that. Like, hey, I was watching first take this morning. Well, that's your first mistake. I like watching first take. I agree with very little of what's being said, like the example I'm going to give you, but I, I like getting a sense of what all the topics are. Anyway, so. I'm watching first take this morning, and Stephen A. Smith is on with Ryan Clark, and I think maybe Harry Douglas also, and Stephen A. Smith wants to make the comparison, Ryan Clark totally blew up his spot, rightfully so, but Stephen A. Smith wants to make this comparison, and I saw this stat out there, so I knew where Stephen A. Smith was going, Stephen A. tried to like make it as if it was his stat, it's not, he got it from somewhere else, I saw it as well. So I was prepared for this, and that's why it was funny that Ryan Clark blew up his spot. But they're talking about the running backs, right? They're talking about the money that the running backs are not getting. Now, I had this conversation a couple days ago with NFL Super Agent David Cantor, and we talked about this. I feel like there's this impression out there that NFL running backs are being blackballed. That's not the case. NFL teams just aren't valuing that position the way that they used to, and as much as other positions. So they've essentially done a market correction. And it's not that they don't want to pay running backs. They don't want to pay running backs what they used to. So when, for example, Saquon Barkley, if he was looking for a multi-year deal, 12 or $13 million a season multi-year deal, the Giants don't want to pay that That doesn't mean that the Giants wouldn't pay Saquon Barkley a multi-year deal worth six, seven, eight million dollars a season. But Barkley doesn't want that. And other big-time running backs like Dalvin Cook, they don't want that. NFL teams are still paying, are still willing to pay running backs, just not what you want. Just not what they were paying. So anyway, and I saw this stat out there a couple days ago, and Stephen A is trying to make it his own, you know? So Stephen A. makes the comparison. The average salary for a running back. We'll actually start out by saying the average salary for a kicker, a place kicker in the NFL 
is $2.8 million. And Ryan Clark sees exactly where Stephen A is going because Stephen A didn't find this stat. He, like, he saw it the same way I did, the same way Ryan Clark probably did. And Ryan Clark knows exactly where he's going. So he goes, yeah, but Stephen A, you're about to say the running backs, but there are four running backs on every single team. Uh, One or two of them never get carries in a game. And so totally blows up Stephen A's spot, but Stephen A still tries to, you know, drudge forward with his nonsensical point here. So he goes on. Isn't there a problem when the average salary for a kicker, a place kicker, is $2.8 million, and the average salary for a running back, not starting running back, for a running back. See, that would make more sense here. Give me the average salary for a starting running back. You gave me the average salary for a starting place kicker. Yeah, there's only one on the team. Give me the average salary for a starting running back. But no, the average salary for a place kicker, $2.8 million. The average salary for a running back, $1.1 million. And Ryan Clark, like, it's not impressive to Ryan Clark because he totally sees through this phony baloney stat while Stephen A is trying to make it sound like it's something it's something interesting when it's not. You're talking about running backs. There are four on a team. The starting place kicker is a lot more important than the third, second, third, and fourth running back. Definitely third and fourth. But maybe the second, third, and fourth running back on a team. The starting place kicker, he's the only one. You're taking the average salary of all running backs on all teams. So you're taking the average salary of place kickers, 32 of them. And you're taking the average salary of running backs, probably approximately 128 of them. How is that logical? Give me the average salary of a place kicker compared to the average salary of a starting running back. If you give me the average salary of a place kicker and the average salary of all four running backs on every team in the entire National Football League, it's a ridiculous stat. It's completely misleading. Ryan Clark totally blew up his spot, though. Stephen A. Smith kept it going. Decided to keep going with his nonsensical point. Another thing I wanted to mention here. So, I told you how yesterday, the NFL, NFL.com, NFL Network, every day they're releasing 10. Top 100 NFL players this year. They did 191 the other day. They did 90 to 81 yes, uh, yesterday, which you saw number 83 was Toronto Armstead. Number 82 was Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Number 81 was Christian Wilkins. And I told you how you're definitely going to have three more Dolphins. You're going to have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey in the top 20 for sure. You're going to have Waddle, and my guess is he's around 50 to 60. Well, today, you had 80 to 71 released. No Dolphins were there. Okay, so tomorrow will be 70 to 61. You might get Waddle. I think he's going to be between 50 and 60. But you had no Dolphins today. Now, something that did stand out in today's rankings, numbers 80 to 71, was coming in, At number 72, Lamar Jackson. Why is that interesting? Well, it's the lowest he's been rated, you know, since after his rookie year, I guess, right? Lamar Jackson comes in at 72. 
And here's what I'm talking about. When yesterday we went over the Herbert contract, which came in as far as guaranteed money, came in a little bit under, like by $5 million, just under the guaranteed money Lamar Jackson got. And that's fine. Like, I look, Justin Herbert's going to be ranked ahead of Lamar Jackson here, and there's a reason for that. But between the two of them, yeah, like, Lamar Jackson's better. Take Lamar Jackson over Justin Herbert, no matter what these rankings say, because these rankings are clearly being based off of most recent performance. So the point that I'm trying to make here, like I said yesterday, Justin Herbert's contract shows you, like if Justin Herbert came in and got $200 million guaranteed, all right, then, then we could have that conversation where Lamar Jackson is being treated unfairly. Because you remember, that was a big headline. He's being treated unfairly. No, he's not. Number one, you saw Justin Herbert's contract yesterday coming in under Lamar Jackson's deal. And Justin, uh, Lamar Jackson was clearly being unrealistic because he wanted that Deshaun Watson money when that is not the barometer. That is a phony baloney outlier contract. And it also shows you that we, the point that I'm making today is why would Lamar Jackson, who bet on himself last year, why would Lamar Jackson, who bet on himself and lost, when you bet on yourself and you have a down year, and can't finish the year because you're injured, which is a major concern for your franchise, your injury history, and you bet on yourself, why would those factors then lead to you winning your bet and getting the massive, the record-breaking contract that you sought? No, you lost the bet. This is what happens. And it shows you here how he was being unrealistic, wanting the Deshaun Watson contract, that unrealistic phony baloney contract, when he was just ranked number 72 in the NFL. And you got to figure, considering guys like Herbert are going to wind up being ahead of him, there's probably going to be about 10 or so quarterbacks who are ranked ahead of him here. So based on the season that Lamar Jackson just had, the NFL.com is telling you there are 71 better players in the league than him and probably about a dozen quarterbacks that are better than him right now. Why would Lamar Jackson get the richest contract in NFL history if that were the case? He was always being unrealistic. He got the contract he deserves. He's he's an MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. But he didn't deserve that Deshaun Watson contract. A, because it's phony baloney. And B, he didn't have a good year. So that's what stood out to me today with those rankings. He comes in at number 72. And for me, kind of confirming he was being super unrealistic with his contract negotiation this year. All right, here's what else we got for you. For the first time, we're going to do this every week. We're going to do a Dolphins Top 5. I think we're going to do it on Thursdays. Here's today's Dolphins Top 5. Here is the topic. Today's Dolphins Top 5, Dolphins Top 5 players with something to prove. That's today's Top 5. Dolphins top five players with something to prove. We will count down from five to one for dramatic purposes. Number five. This is going to be a co-number five. All right. Number five for dramatic purposes. Austin Jackson slash Liam Eikenberg. I have those two together at number five 
as players with something to prove because it kind of feels like, no, they were not the same draft class, but it kind of feels like they're linked together. We got the left tackle position taken care of. We got the center position taken care of. We got the right guard position taken care of. Left guard, Eichenberg. Right tackle, Jackson. Major question marks. These were two high draft picks. One in the second round. That's a high draft pick for a, for, for, for a lineman. One in the second round. One in the first round. Which was a disaster. Well, I shouldn't say disaster because Tua looks like he's going to be great. But Jackson, Igbenogany, it, it's like a total wasted two out of three first round picks. Now, I'm not going to get crazy about that anymore. Because for the most part, it really looks like Chris Greer knows what he's doing. Even though he completely fumbled that year's draft. But Jackson and Eichenberg feel like they're kind of linked at the hip. And this is it for the two of them. So Jackson returns from injury. Eichenberg, he had injuries last year as well. If those guys can even come close to what they're supposed to be, this would be a great offensive line. But either way, those guys together have something major to prove. It feels like their career is on the line. No more chances after this. Number four, Christian Wilkins. What do you mean Christian Wilkins has something to prove? Well, Christian Wilkins has something to prove here because Christian Wilkins is trying to get that massive D-tackle contract. We know Christian Wilkins is great, but you want to talk about, like, betting on yourself? (coughs) Christian Wilkins, if he has a monster year, if he has the kind of year he had last year, if he has an even better year than last year, he's going to get a very rich D-tackle contract. So top five players with something to prove. Number four, Christian Wilkins. We know he's awesome, but he's looking for that major contract extension with the Dolphins. Number three, Dolphins with players players who have something big to prove. Number three, Tua. Tua Tungavailoa silencing the doubters. Going into last year, Tua had all the doubters as far as can he be a franchise guy. He showed last year he can be a franchise guy as far as his level of play. Now, he needs to show he could be a franchise guy as far as his availability. If it wasn't bad enough that he gets knick-knack, that, that, he's, that he's, I don't want to say brittle, but he gets injuries, now the most important injury of them all, we're talking head injuries, which are super unpredictable. Tua learning how to fall, apparently, jujitsu in the offseason. You see he's bigger physique-wise, and, hey, he knows what Justin Herbert just got yesterday. Well, guess what? Justin Herbert was picked after him. Tua, silencing the rest of the doubters going into this year. Got a lot to prove number three. Number three on top five, Dolphin. Whoa, who's number two? Number two, Miami Dolphin players with something to prove. Bradley Chubb. Yep. Dolphins gave up a lot to get him. He did not perform last year the way that it was expected. Bradley Chubb showing why they traded for him, why they gave up what they gave him, and why they gave him the big money. New defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. You got training camp, you got preseason, you got a whole, you got all the time in the world to get acclimated with your new teammates. Dolphins' top five players with something to prove coming in at number two is Bradley Chubb. And number one, whoa, who's number one? Number one, Miami Dolphins. With players, players with something to prove. The number one Dolphin with something to prove this year. We've been talking about him a lot recently. Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard has the most to prove out of any Miami Dolphin. 
because after last year, an injury-riddled season where his play took a major dive. Can Xavier Howard, who is now healthy again, reassert himself as one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL? So for a, from a personal standpoint, Xavier Howard's got a lot to prove. I'm not a number two cornerback. I'm still a number one running uh, quarterback. We got two number one cornerbacks on this team. And if that's the case, then that's a major, major plus for the Dolphins. If they don't have a one and a two cornerback, they have a 1A and a 1B. They got two number one cornerbacks in Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. So the player on the Miami Dolphins with the most to prove this year. Look, cornerbacks, these guys aren't Deion Sanders anymore. These cornerbacks, they're amazing, usually like three, four years, and then they take a nosedive. You remember what happened with Darrell Revis? Revis Island, he was the best, took a nosedive. That happens at that position. Xavier Howard, if he proves that that nosedive is not starting just yet, that's a monster plus for the Dolphins. He's got the most to prove out of anyone on this team going into this season. So again, Dolphins top five players with something to prove. Number five, co-number fives, Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg. Number four, Christian Wilkins. Number three, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Number two, Bradley Chubb. Number one, Xavier Howard. And that right there is this week's Miami Dolphins top five. All right, we're going to get to our mailbag questions in a second. First, though, I want to tell you guys, if you're thinking about getting a new car, hey, you don't have to worry about where you're going to go. I'm telling you about the only car dealership that I personally endorse. That's right. I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go, stop what you're doing because North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to tell a friendly member of their sales team, hey, I want an SUV or hey, I just need something simple to get to and from work. Whatever you're looking for, we're talking the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent, the WRX. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, where you always get more. Guaranteed most money for your trade and lifetime warranty included on all North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicles. You could shop NFLSubaru.com right now, wherever you are, from the comfort of your home. I don't know where you are, but you'll likely have access to the internet. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go, NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to this week's mailbag. All right. Got a handful of questions here. Like I said, I send out a tweet the night before. I put it on a bunch of social media. And, uh, you know, got, we're getting a little bit of participation. The more and more we get, the more questions we get, the better. All right? So I can't do it without your help, and I appreciate you guys participating. So I got a few questions here that we can get to. Number one here, my man Mike. Mike in West Palm. He says, Zazlo, if you had to give back all of your Pearl Jam shows, I've seen them 25 times, not competition, if you had to give back all your Pearl Jam shows or all the Miami Heat championships, <coughs> which would you do? Well, the first thing I would say is, why do I have to give anything back? But if you're saying which, which are more important to me, which, one, which memories would I, would I keep, I guess, is what we're talking about? Oh, boy. 
Oh man, that, that's that's very tough. That's very tough. Huh. I think I'm giving back the Pearl Jam shows. I really t- Now that's hard because Pearl Jam one day is going to stop touring and then it's like if I gave all the shows back then I got nothing. If I gave back the Heat Championships, the Heat are not going anywhere. They're forever. Maybe they can win future championships. That that's a good case for giving back the Heat Championships cuz those could essentially be replaced when the Pearl Jam shows may not be able to be replaced, but the, you know, if, if, look, if I had to pick, hey, would you rather go see Pearl Jam or would you rather Miami Heat win a championship? I'd rather Miami Heat win a championship. So that's how we do that. All right. Joey asks me here, Zazlo, how many WWE pay-per-views have you been to? Excellent question. Let's count them off together here. I've been to WrestleMania three times. I've been to Royal Rumble twice. I have been to Armageddon. I have been to Hell in a Cell. I have been to No Way Out. And I have been to NXT TakeOver. I think that's it. So that would be nine. I've been to nine. In my life, I've been to nine WWE pay-per-views. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but I've been to uh, countless uh, Raw, SmackDown, all that stuff. All right, here we go. This question here comes from Fernando. Zaslow, how far do the Dolphins have to go for this season not to be a disappointment? That's a good question. How far do the Dolphins have to go for this season not to be a disappointment? Well, look, I know you got a lot of hype around the Dolphins, which isn't necessarily created by the team, but it really does seem like this team has the attitude where, hey, we have enough here to win a Super Bowl. Now, it can't be Super Bowl or bust. That's a good season, not a good season. I mean, the Dolphins have not won a playoff game in over 20 years. So it can't now be... A good season is only defined, or, or not a disappointing season is only defined by winning the Super Bowl. The Dolphins, in order for it not to be a disappointment, have to win a playoff game. You got to at least win a playoff game this year for it not to be a disappointment. If you go to the if you go to the wild card round and you lose, disappointment. All right. This question here is from Jake. Have you watched this week's episode of Hijack? Yes. Yesterday, I comes out, I think Tuesday nights, Wednesday morning. Yesterday, the entire Zaslow family, all four of us, we love the show Hijack with Idris Elba. We watched yesterday, I think it was the penultimate episode. That means the second to last episode. So the finale is going to be next week. I think it's a limited series. I don't know how you can have a season two of Hijack. Why, why is he always on planes that are getting hijacked? That seems weird. <clears throat> but next week's the finale. We, yesterday's episode, great episode shocking finish to the episode. You're going to have a furious finale where obviously we're going to get down to brass tacks here. What winds up happening with this plane that's been hijacked? We really like this show. So yes, I watched this week's episode of Hijack. It's really good. Finally, I got one more question here. This is from Jeffrey. And this question was kind of long here. So let me make sure that I, you know, give it proper credit. Yeah, this question here is from Jeffrey. He goes, uh, Zazlo, you said a few episodes back that you only had one issue with someone at Odyssey. My question is, uh, can you explain it? You don't have to if it's too personal. No, you know what? I, I can, I'll give you a little bit of context to that. So I've said, I've said many times that I have no problem with, uh, with w- being let go by Odyssey. That's what happens in this business. It do- it's a business. That's what happens, all right? And I was there for a really long time. 
It wasn't owned by Audis the whole time, but I was there for 18 years. I had a really good run at one station in one market all at once, which is like unheard of. But I have made a point, and I mean it. I have no problem with Odyssey. I wasn't mad at them when it happened. I'm not mad at them now. They always treated me really well. I thought I was paid really well. I have. N- I-, I really liked my t- my time there. It was 18 years. You know, I really enjoyed my time there. I liked who I worked for. I have no problem. I was not mad then. I'm not mad mad, mad now. But I told you I did have an issue with one person, and that was the program director. I had a major issue with the program director. It's not even worth saying his name. I had a major... You all know who it is. I had a major issue with the program director uh, when I, the day that I was let go. And I'm always going to have a major issue about it because I thought he was extremely disrespectful. That, I mean, there's no way around it. I was, obviously, I was there like three times longer than him. I guess he's still the PD. I, I, I don't keep up with it. So I, I don't know, but I would assume that he is. Uh, for someone who was there... As long as I was 18 years and who I I worked hard. I always did what I was asked. I had a real good relationship with him, with my boss. And he was very disrespectful the way that it was went, the way that it went down. You know, there's no good way to tell someone, hey, we're letting you go. This is what's happening. But, and again, there's a difference between being let go and being fired. I was let go. I wasn't fired. Fired means you did something wrong, which we'll get to that in a second. But there's never a good way to let someone go. But at the same time, when you are letting that person go, you can let them know uh, how you appreciate what, what a great job they did for 18 years, how hard they worked, and everything they did. Uh, you can make them feel a little bit more appreciated, which I was not. I thought he was extremely disrespectful to someone who worked as hard as I did and was there as long as I was. I had questions that I asked him once to know a little bit about what was happening because it came out of nowhere, which is how it happens sometimes. But I felt like it was owed to me that I could ask a couple questions, you know. He wouldn't answer a single thing that I was asking. Would not give the time of day. Super disrespectful. And how about this? I'll give you one more nugget about what took place that day. So, okay, fine. I walk out of the room with him. It was just me and the program director. I walk out of the room with him, and now I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go say goodbye to Dan Day. I'm going to go say goodbye to the great Dan Day, my producer from back then, who is like the sweetest guy ever, okay? I'm going to go say goodbye to him. He wouldn't let me. So where are you going? I'm, I'm going to say goodbye to Dan. I'm going to shake his hand, say thank you, say goodbye. Wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me go over there to say goodbye to Dan Day. And he personally escorted me like, like I was some kind of danger which by the way no one was in the office because everything was still like very remote there was no one there alright it was like total maybe like four people in the whole building that day wouldn't let me go say goodbye to Dan Day and personally walked me down personally escorted me down the stairs that's that that's I mean that's very disrespectful I'm sorry so again I have no issue with Odyssey None. I thought they were very good to me. But this, this but this but the one person, my former boss, the program director, very disrespectful. He should be ashamed. So that's without getting into any more I, I don't even know if there's any more detail really to get to there. That's a good question though, Jeffrey. That's a good question. So that right there. I told you nothing's off limits with mailbag and that right there. For the second week in a row, we give you another edition of mailbag. Alright. Guys, if you're looking for a new beer. If you're looking for something to drink, something cool, something refreshing, how about something with European roots and a Caribbean soul? 
a refreshing German lager in a can. I love when you guys take my advice and you're trying a cold Johnny Cuba for the very first time. And then you send me a picture on Instagram and I post it at Zazlo J. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba, he loves seeing that. And now, because I'm an influencer, of course, you become super famous because I posted your picture pouring yourself your first Johnny. Go pick, If you don't believe me, go pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. If you don't have any of those near you, you send me a message on Instagram. My man Juan is going to get back to you and tell you exactly where you could pick up a Johnny Cuba based on where you're living here. Johnny Cuba, the only beer we keep in the Zaslow Mansion. Remember, you always got to drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Water cleanup of Florida can tell you. 954-900-8635. Let water clean up a floor to tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. First up, how about the Los Angeles Angels? They have officially, at least they're saying, pulled Shohei Otani from the trade market. They're like five games back, so they kind of feel like they, they're in it. You know, they're not really in it, but they're clo- close enough where they could justify not trading a generational player like Shohei Otani. So that's obviously a big deal. The Angels are not going to trade Shohei Otani. Big deal or not a big deal? MLB Network high heat yesterday. My man, Mad Dog Chris Russo. He's the host every afternoon. His guest was Cincinnati Reds' Joey Votto. And Joey Votto, with an excellent job here, he took it to Mad Dog. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right. But I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market Midwest ball players. Just because we're not big city, just like you. Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star. Mr. National Television, ESPN star. With your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes, and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. All right, I'm going not a big deal. Because Chris, it's a great job out of Joey Votto. Obviously, we're an audio-only medium. But you can see Mad Dog is very good at... He's very good at dishing out, and he's very good at taking it. I mean, you heard him there at the end. He loved it. So not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Christopher Russo. Making an appearance twice in Big Deal or Not a Big Deal today. How about Mad Dog here? This is yesterday. You know, it's the best day of the week on First Take on ESPN. When Dog is in studio. Stephen A. Smith, though. Stephen A. Smith is rarely in studio. And here, Mad Dog Christopher Russo, he's tired of Stephen A. not being in studio. You and I, I deserve... We're equal. May I respond? Get your rear end. I don't care how you do it. Right, right, nobody cares right. about General Hospital, Steve, and nobody watches right. it. Right. Well, actually, that's your actually, rear end in the house. Actually, actually, actually um, first of all, General Hospital, multiple-time Emmy Award winners, 
Okay, big time soap opera, that and Young and the Restless of the top two soap operas. Been that way for decades. Oh, Y'all know what you're talking God. about. Okay, I get stopped everywhere in the country because of Brick, surveillance expert for the mob. That's number one. How okay? about a dog uh, taking a major shot at General Hospital? That's not a big deal because, listen, I, I don't know anyone who watches soap operas anymore. I mean, I guess people still watch and they're still on, right? I feel like soap operas used to be a massive thing. Are they still a massive thing? I'm going not a big deal. I think Dog is onto something there. Molly Karen, though, again, if you saw the video, uh, she almost broke down laughing. She was very funny. I'm going not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, my wife and me and my older son, we watched yesterday one of the episodes of the new Netflix show, Quarterback. I liked it. It features Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes and Marcus Mariota. But... Tua Tonga-Vailoa apparently disclosed yesterday at Dolphins camp that he is invited to participate in season two. You know, they'd be filming right now for season two because they're filmed last year for season one. He was invited to participate, be one of the featured quarterbacks in next year's season of quarterback. He declined the invite. This is not a big deal. It's not surprising because, as he said, he likes keeping his personal life, his family life very private. He is not into that kind of stuff. Not a big deal. Not surprising. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, WCUFL.com. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! All right. Hope everyone's having a great day today whenever you're listening to the show. Tonight, though, not a whole lot going on tonight. Thursday's a no. Well, there's Impact Wrestling, but Thursday's not a big pro wrestling night. I told you I'm going to see Dan Soder at the Improv this evening. You got the Marlins who are off today. You'll find something to do. You'll find something to watch. You'll find yourself a movie. Let me know what you're watching tonight. Hit me up at Zazlo Show or at ZazloJ on Instagram, where obviously I'm an influencer. Thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Uh, just the hard work you put in, I can't do it without you. Thanks to everybody who listens, of course. You guys are the best. We'll talk to you on Zaslo Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.